thanks to Fly Corporate. Direct flights to Brisbane from Tamworth. Book at flycorporate.com.au. Fly Corporate, your regional airline. Yo, yo, check this out. Yeah, check this out. Wake up. Wake up. Wake me up. With JG and Jack for breakfast. 92.9. I just love the good energy that comes from my radio. The way to wake up. Awesome to listen to. Yeah, they're good. Love it. Tamworth. Let's go. Go, go, go. Happy Monday morning. Uh, if you can call it that, I mean, after the lovely weather we had yesterday, it's a beautiful morning this morning, although for some odd reason, I've, I'm suffering really severely from Monday-itis today. I have no idea why. Just I'm, I don't normally do the Monday-itis thing. I'm normally pretty good coming into work on a Monday, So, but I'm just not feeling it today. I'm really not. And I, I, not, I even came to work yesterday. My yep. theory was, because I had a little bit of extra work to do because we're busy this week with Adquip and a couple of other things on. So, you know what? I thought I'm going to combat Monday-itis by coming into work on a Sunday so then it will feel like a Tuesday today. Not doing that again. That's yeah. what I get for being an overachiever, you see. That's exactly it, JB. You need to make the most of those weekends before Monday comes back around. Well, that's well, actually, that could be... See, you're onto something here, Jack. Yeah. That could be why. Do you think because I wasted my weekend away by being working yesterday that... That's why I've got Monday-itis today, because I wish that I didn't work yesterday. I would say that's exactly... A bit of reverse yeah. psychology going on. Yeah, that's it. You, you're probably mm. just looking around thinking, did I did I even have a weekend? Mm. Mm. That's true. Hey, te- a couple of teachers out there today, they've got a bit of an extra day off, because I noticed yesterday when I was out and about and I wasn't here at work... Um, Nebinga Public School have a teacher's training day today, a pupil-free day today. And I've always wondered what what actually goes on on those pupil-free days when, you know, the kids aren't there, but the teachers still rock up to school without the kids. Why? What actually happens? I'm curious with this. So I put, I've posed that question on our Facebook page. Feel free to get on to that discussion. The more out there and most outlandish answers would be uh, better accepted. And who knows, we might even get a teacher to ring in and tell us actually legitimately what goes on with those pupil-free days. I bet you the answer is going to be boring, but in my mind, I'm hoping it's something really, really, really cool. Yeah, that's when they get all the gym equipment out, double mini tramps, and just flip <laughs> around for the day. <laughs> Who knows? They could just go around and water the pot plants for a window. Go from the Fitzroy Street Mall to the Queen Street Mall. Fly Corporate, now flying direct from Tamworth to Brisbane. Book now at flycorporate.com.au. JB and Jack for breakfast on 92.9. Regardless of whether you think you have or not, everyone usually, once they get into a relationship and you know things start getting serious and committed, you usually end up picking up some traits from your other half. It's as simple as that. You really do. Your partner, Jack, she's picked up traits off you. Yeah, would have never taken her for a block fan, but she watched her first couple of episodes of The Block and is in she's love hooked. with it. Yeah. She's in. Yeah, she's okay. She's yep. Didn't like it before she met you and you watched, what, one or you just had it on there in the background? Yeah, I don't think she had given it any time of day. Yeah, okay. Um, But now, yeah, it's all over it. I'm similar. I just picked up, like, television watching in general off my partner. Not that I watch TV hugely now, but certainly a lot more than before. I met my partner. She, um, she's a big TV watcher, and I like this is how bad I was. I literally had bought a TV when I lived here last time, and it sat on the entertainment unit thing, unplugged in for literally 
four months, I reckon five months. I didn't even have it plugged into the aerial power, nothing. Just sat there because I got it cheap. And um, uh, it wasn't until she came around. I think it was the first time she came around to my place. She wanted to watch like State of Origin or something like that. And I was like, eh? okay, I'm going to have to like plug it in. I hope it actually works because I haven't even tested it. And I bought it secondhand, so you don't know what's going to happen there. Had to tune it in and everything. Just So it literally sat there that long. Uh, so, I, yeah, I never watched TV. That would no. be my one. No. I'm, I'm exciting, aren't I, hey? Doing all that effort just Party to watch place. the Blues lose. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Very true. Hey, that was... Oh, hang on. No, they might have won. That was 2000 and... Uh, eight. Oh, no, they would have still yeah. lost. Yeah. Fly Corporate are now flying from Tamworth to Brisbane. Flycorporate.com.au to book. JB and Jack for breakfast on 92.9. We are talking before about traits you've picked up from your partner. We got a very interesting one coming on Facebook from Mel. She got a dislike of honey from her partner. It's a strange one to pick up. Yeah. You know, like wearing Ugg boots from... Kurt, I yeah. understand that yeah. one. You know, your partner's got warm feet all the time. Yeah. You don't. You want to jump in on it. But dislike of yeah. honey. Yeah, so Mel liked honey and then her partner is allergic to honey. So then she became aware of it being in dishes and stuff. So then every time she thought of honey and putting honey in food, it made her nervous. So then she stopped eating it. And then it, just to make life easier, she now hates honey. Doesn't like it. Gone from being, you know, a honey lover, fan number one at the honey conventions, full three sixty, to now absolutely despising it. Jeez, that's that's a very different one. That is, yeah, yeah it's crazy. It's not great. Interesting one from Allison though. Being cheeky. Not yeah. sure how, how you pick that one up, but uh, we'll run with that. And then um, cracking knuckles. Oh yes. I think they got in a knuckle cracking competition and that's would've where it all been. started. That would have been it, yeah. yeah. Fly Corporate are now flying from Tower to Brisbane. Flycorporate.com.au to book. JB and Jack for breakfast on 92.9. It was a massive weekend of sports, both locally with the Thunderbolts playing in the finals of the basketball, but also uh, nationally with uh, some big news coming out from the Ashes. To tell us more about it, Jack... Yeah, look, we'll start with uh, local stuff and uh, a disappointing end to what has been a fantastic season for the Tenworth Thunderbolts. They went down yesterday in the Division 1 Grand Final. Uh, really excited for the boys to make it that far. They played a brilliant game uh, on Saturday against the Hills Hornets in the preliminary. Just couldn't... Uh, beat the final hurdle, uh, but it's still a fantastic season and uh, a lot of individual honours were picked up uh, throughout the week as well, uh, really just uh, showcasing how, how great of a season the team had. Um, a huge, huge weekend for Rob College, who went back-to-back in the New England Rugby Union. Uh, they downed their rivals, St. Albert's, 46-43. So I didn't see the game, but reading that scoreline, it must have been a, a brilliant game for a grand final. And uh, they also took out the second grade win as well. So good news there and great news for our Pirates. You know, they, they needed this to happen. They needed that to happen. They needed the win with a bonus point. They needed to do three backflips at the finish line. But they managed to do it all. Uh, they snuck into the top four on the very final day of competition. They beat Baraba 57-15 to 15 to earn a bonus point. But they also needed other results to go their way. And probably the most unlikely of all of them was Moree losing to Narrabri. Moree, who were leading for a fair bit of the season, now will miss out in finals. So uh, 
bad news for the Bulls and all the Moree fans, but great news mm. for the Pirates, whose uh, you know chances of going four in a row are still alive. JB, I'll take a breath there. Uh, in, <laughs> I was expecting you to say something. Uh, of course, it's sports, so I'll just keep um, hammering through. Now, I was going to ask you about the Ashes. Yeah, look in the in the Ashes. Uh, Steve Smith, firstly, the, yeah. the courage he showed two nights ago to to come back out after being struck in a very similar place to Philip Hughes uh, yeah. was just incredible. Unfortunately, he couldn't make the uh, record breaking fourth Ashes consecutive Ashes ton, but still an incredible effort by him. And if you are just waking up, the game did finish as a draw. Australia was six wickets down, chasing 267, which was set by England. And look, a draw is a good result for Australia. Mm. We only need to draw this series and uh, we've already got a win. So a fantastic result moving forward. And if Rain continues to play a part in the Ashes series, uh, winning one of the next three games might, mm. might be enough to definitely retain the Ashes, but possibly even win it. And they're saying that Steve Smith might is, is out for the next one? Yeah, look, if it's right... If it's rugby, he's not playing. It's as, as simple as that. You know, we're all taking, uh, seeing all of our codes take concussion very mm, seriously yeah. these, these days. Uh, he's badly concussed. He didn't play yesterday. And unfortunately for the Australians and the Australian public, this day, uh, this test match has a three day turnaround to the next, uh, which is yeah. woeful timing for the Australians. Yeah. Uh, if it was rugby, it's usually two weeks they can be out for. Luke Keary's uh, set, sat a lot of games on the sideline this year for similar uh, concussion mm. rules. So, Fingers crossed he can play, but it's not looking good with the short turnaround. Fly Corporate are now flying from Tamworth to Brisbane. Flycorporate.com.au to book. JB and Jack for breakfast on 92.9. Every second Monday, we're always joined with the Mayor of Tamworth Regional Council, Cole Murray. He joins us again. How are you, Cole? Yeah, great. Thank you, JB and Jack. Good to be back on the show again. Yeah, thank you very much for coming in. Always great to have a chat. The uh, water... Who would have thought it? Very surprising. Uh, we'll uh, we'll get that off the ground to start with. Yeah, another week, another water question, Cole. But uh, <laughs> it was promising signs seeing the water task force, uh, newly formed water task force, have their first meeting last week. How did that go? Yeah, Jack, it was. Uh, it certainly was a good forum. Um, you know, a lot of um, um, diverse representation around the table. People like uh, from. Uh, education from health, from uh, Department of Premier and Cabinet and um, from big business like the big water users uh, in terms of the three abattoirs, uh, people like uh, Chief Inspector Jeff Budd uh, from the police, um, you know, some council experts and uh, so it was, yeah, it was a really constructive meeting. And uh, one of the topics on that meeting and uh, one of the things you guys will be considering moving forward is starting to prepare for the worst. Uh, despite some reports, we still have a lot of water remaining more than two years, uh, it's estimated, but uh, it's always safe to start preparing for what will happen if the worst-case scenario does come. Yeah, it certainly is, um, Jack. And, and I guess we learned a lot back in 2007-8 when we had the last real water crisis in Tamworth and... Um, you know, the city got down to about 8,000 megalitres left in the dam. Uh, we currently uh, got, you know, a tad under 22,000 megalitres, so not nearly as bad as it was in 2008. Mm. But importantly now, we're really, um, you know, we're giving a really good thorough tweak to those level five um, con- conditions mm. on, on our drought management plan. And... Um, uh, you know, we're get, getting some advice, I guess, from some of those sectors that'll be most affected if and when, you know, we really do get to crisis point. 
Um, the um, now it looks positive with the news during the week last week that the uh, the reservoir uh, is it the One Tree Hill reservoir that will the water from that will be used possibly to fill up Scully Pool, so at least that can open for the uh, for summer. Yeah, that was. Uh, I guess it's been on the boil for a while, and and the councillors have uh, received a lot of lobbying from the from the swimming community, and uh, yeah. you know some really good constructive um, lobbying there, and and it certainly was an opportunity. We were uh, using that water that was in the reservoir, and the reservoir has to be emptied so that they can uh, construct the new roof, which was uh, storm damaged some time back. Um, there was about half a megalitre of water left in the reservoir that needed to be removed for something and yeah. uh, certainly uh, Scully Park Pool was uh, the, it's down a little it's not down a huge amount but uh, we'll pretty much fit that half a yeah. meg in there so uh, it's a, a great thing all around the councillors are having a workshop tomorrow afternoon where the staff will be advising uh, and having a really good discussion about the drought management plan, yep. which has to be changed, and that that requires a formal resolution of council, which uh, we're we're um, suggesting that that'll probably come before council next week for a f final resolution. But at this stage, I guess in a nutshell, uh, hopefully we'll see Scully Pool remain open during level five water restrictions. Speaking of level five water restrictions, it doesn't seem like we're too far away for them. Now, for the regular uh, everyday resident in Tenworth, there's not a, a great change from level four to level five, but it does look like we should start preparing for an announcement uh, probably in the next month. Yeah, next month, six weeks uh, around, Jack. Um, you know, we're, we're, as I said earlier, we're a little bit under 22,000 megalitres. The trigger for Level 5 is 20,000, or 20% rather. Um, we're, we're expecting that uh, that will happen, yeah. It's going down about a quarter of a percent each week, so, you know, for six weeks we're, we're getting pretty close and not a big impact on, on the residents. There will be a little, and one of the things the... Um, the drought, uh, the water task force will be uh, considering as whether whether there should be some advice to council about uh, evaporative water coolers, which is you know that's a little bit yeah. of um, a little bit of a grey area for water use. As they actually use quite a quite a yeah. lot of water, and uh, so we'll you know we'll get some uh, have some discussion about that, see what the implications are. Uh, changing tacked off water now. The brand new or proposed cafe at the brand new Viaduct skate park, which is going leaps and bounds to looking fantastic, seeing everyone using that. Uh, looks like that's going to the next stage. Yeah, well, um, we did resolve at the last council meeting uh, to actually, I guess, adopt a a pathway towards that and um, you know one of the critical elements of that is some some funding will apply yeah. to the state government for some uh, some funding there to construct a cafe but essentially the cafe will be um, manned by one of our um, not-for-profits yeah. uh, council will go to the market to see who's able to deliver those services services but uh, you know to train the youth to staff the cafe so it's a great concept and um, you know one of the council officers Grant Reekman's put a lot of work into this uh, into this youth hub as he calls it he, he he'd really like to get this grand vision to make that a really a real youth hub over there with a lot of services but and the cafe is a pretty important part mm. of that where you know particularly mums and dads can come down and watch the kids having a having a uh, tryout in the skate park and 
eventually we'll have some other facilities there, you know, maybe a, a rock climbing wall or, or, you know, some other types of youth facilities there to make it a, a genuine youth, youth hub. Have we gotten anywhere further at all with the proposal last week too about the legal graffiti wall? Because there was some discussion about that being at the old skate park, possibly. Yeah, look, we haven't really uh, resolved any any direction there. Um, I guess other than highlight the need for one, yep. and uh, you know, graffiti is. Uh, it it can be a can be a, a an asset really if it's managed well and some of the graffiti walls around we see are, are really fantastic yeah, and yeah. Uh, you know there's some very very talented people uh, that that uh, display their their art form uh, in you know in graffiti walls etc so yeah we think we we think we need one but uh, we just haven't got there yet yeah now fantastic Cole thank you so much for having a chat with us and we'll talk to you in a fortnight's time. Look forward to it. Go from the Fitzroy Street Mall to the Queen Street Mall. Fly Corporate. Now flying direct from Tamworth to Brisbane. Book now at flycorporate.com.au. JB and Jack for breakfast on 92.9. It's time to get into our McDonald's McCafe coffee break. Of course, winter isn't for everyone, but if you do need to chill out this morning and warm up just a tad, well, grab a latte or hot chocolate in McCafe's tasty new cookies and cream flavour. But hurry, that one for a limited time only. Um, it seems like apparently a large department store is no longer able to air missing children announcements anymore. You know what it's like when kids, you know, run off and hide or go walk about and you, you quite often hear them in the, sup- in the supermarkets or department stores, you know, the yep. good old missing kid messages. Apparently not allowed to do it anymore due to child protection policies anymore. Instead, now staff at this department store have to um, go to the front of the shop and basically be there like form a barricade to make sure the kid doesn't leave the uh, the shop and go for a bit of a hunt around as opposed to making a public service announcement. So there you go. That's very odd. I, I went missing. I've only gone walkabout once, but I did it out of Westfield. Yep. You know, go big or go home. That's yep. what I've always lived by, even when I was six. So and I ended up uh, going for a bit of a wander around uh, when I was a kid. I ended up, my parents ended up finding me about an hour and a half later, but I was even oblivious. This is how much I was in my own little well. This probably won't surprise you, Jack, but the announcements were going off and I didn't even hear them. I'm just, you know, my old, like right through the whole shopping centre and I'm just chilling out there, walking around. How long were you away from your parents for? Probably about an hour, Ooh. hour and a half, I reckon. Yep. It was a fair stint. That was so, do it. Yeah, this is early 90s in Adelaide, so how I've survived to tell the story, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but I did. <laughs> so, but that's, that's the only time. Only do it once, kids, and yep. that's that's it. You, and you, of course, a classic <sighs> story from you from way back because, you know, I've got a memory of an elephant especially when I can use it against you, you ended up locking yourself in a shop. Yeah. So you're nice and safe there. I got, I, <laughs> yeah, for those who haven't heard that story, I was left behind in the shop, and, you know, just doing my own thing and then went to the front of the shop and the bars were down, the lights were off, and I was, I was locked in the shop. That wasn't fun. No, 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 no uh, announcement needed for you. You were nice and safe and sound inside the shop. The, the, the main thing which I learnt growing up is I, I could never understand how a shopkeeper wouldn't have known. It wasn't a big shop, mm. that there was still a kid in the shop mm. when they locked up. But then as I grew up and I learnt that it was in Byron Bay, it all started to make a little <laughs> bit more sense. Yeah, very true. Yeah, so that's a bit of an old one. I don't know how I feel about this one. 
I think it's a bit odd. It's kind of like tossing up what's worse. Uh, basically making a broad announcement that there's a kid in the shop on their own for obviously, you know, possible perpetrators using that to their advantage or obviously we have to make the public service announcement to find a lost kid that's lost in the shop. Yeah. What's worse, one or the other, you know? Uh, Look, I can actually understand Uh, the logic behind this one for once. Most of these things you can't, but... No. Yeah, look, the amount of bubble wrap we're putting on in our society these days, you just don't know where it's going to end, JB. No. Uh, so, yeah, look, uh, as a parent, if if I'd lost my kid for more than 25 minutes yeah. and they said, well, look, you've got the option, we can either say that and there might be predators out there yeah. who jump on it or, yeah. you know, we, you just keep looking for a needle in the haystack. I yeah. know exactly which one I'd be doing. I'd be, I'd be screaming it out at the top of my lungs. Yeah. Love to know your thoughts on that one. For once, I'm actually fence-sitting on something like this. So uh, love to know your thoughts. Maybe you've got a good enough argument against one side and you can sway myself and Jack. Love to hear from you. 676-2299 or chat away on our Facebook page. That is our McDonald's McCafe coffee break on this Monday morning. Get in there, grab a delicious latte or check out the fantastic new hot chocolate in the cookies and cream flavour. But hurry, that one for a limited time only. Go from Scully Park to South Bank. Fly Corporate. Now flying direct from Townworth to Brisbane. Book now at flycorporate.com.au. JB and Jack for breakfast on 92.9.